Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Chris Rydell, actor and now podcast host, I guess. Um, that guy you've seen on a million TV shows and movies, but you still do not know my name. And I'm David Allen Bache, actor and sometimes producer. And you also recognize me from lots of films and TV shows, but you probably couldn't name one of them right now if I paid you to. The two of us and our guests are going to let you in on some secrets on how to make it as an actor and share some private stories from the many movies and TV shows that we've worked on. That's right. We're going to interview a special guest each week, and we'll get their best advice and wisdom for you about how to break into this business and how to stay in it. And yes, again, there will be stories, stories, stories. So, let's get to it. This is Confessions of a Working Actor. Recording in progress. Chris, we're back. It said recording in progress. That's we how are we know. Back, my That's friend. how we know. I am going to need a little help this week, I think, from you. I'm here for you. Because, yeah, and let me tell you why. Because... Okay. I worked with our guest this week. I worked with her on a TV show, and she played my sister on the show, and she beat me up constantly, <laughs> and I, I secretly kind of loved it, but I'm also a little bit scared right now. Well, she wasn't so formidable, I'd say you were overreacting. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. She may be laughing, but she is formidable. Um, uh, our listeners know her, of course, from King of Queens and a whole bunch of other television and film and other things. She is unstoppable, mm. I, I believe. Wow. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and we'll get into that with her. Let's welcome the incredible and delightful, always entertaining, Leah Remini. Wow. Thank you for this introduction. <laughs> now, you, 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 you were never actually really scared of me. You were, I was never scared yes. of you. You were always yeah. kind and never hurt me. But we had a fun thing that Leah, I was on the X's and Leah came on and I was so glad she really brought this amazing um, energy to the Thank show you. that like we were needing like a little kind of a boost. And Leah came on and played my sister. And I don't remember how it started, but at one point there was just like a little flick. Just yes. a little. And I was sweet. like, I just went with it. I was like, oh, yeah, that seems like, you know, I have an older sister and brother. I was like, yeah, that seems right. Yeah. But then the flick turned into like a little, you know, nerf ball. And then there was yes. a smack. And then the, 
And and it was just <laughs> it just said so much about their relationship. It was fantastic. It was like Yes, and working with you was amazing too because, wow. you know, as you said, the flick turned into, you know, it evolved and you were such a good sport about it. You were like, yeah. And I was like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? And you were like, no, well, slightly, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, you, you were such a good sport about it. And I, I, you know, we had instant, instant connection, instant, yeah. Yeah. instant love. And that's, as you know, is not always the case. That's and right. it was just such an amazing experience working with you. You were just so lovely as evidenced by, you know, we're, we're still talking. Well, we here still, we are, right? You yeah, said yes. Exactly. You said yes. yes. I yes. think in my, in my email, Chris, I wrote to Leah and I in the subject line, it was like, hey, TV sister. Yes. Come mm-hmm. be on the podcast. And yes. I sometimes I keep in touch with Alicia Silverstone and she's like was one of my TV fiancés. So, you know, like sometimes it's we have this weird thing as actors, right, where we all of a sudden we have this instant relationship. It's like just add water. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm and forever I'm, connected. Forever yes, connected. Yes. Yes. Right. And, you know, Bound I, at I, the hip. Yeah. And I say this all the time. Like I, I, I say, you know, I have, you know, a handful of people that, you know, because you work on many sets, many you meet many actors, but not all do you connect with, you know, you're not saying you didn't have lovely experiences with them, but not enough to, yeah. you know, connect always. And, and you are one of those people that I just adore. Well, thanks. I'll yes. take that. Let the record show. Yes. That Leah said she adores me. Um, I do. She I also, do. she also adores my wife and I adore her husband. Absolutely. So, so adore it, all, your wife. it all works out in the yes, wash. That will um, actually work to your benefit. When, when I met your wife, I was like, well, okay. Yeah, you really, you married up, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Believe yeah. me, I know. Yeah. Believe yeah. me, I know. And Angela knows that too. So She's that's quite fun. impressive. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, look, we—I mean, we did a few dozen episodes of the X's together, but you—you yeah. uh, you know, obviously, you've had a—you a, have a great body of work as an actor. I mean, two, over two hundred episodes of King of Queens, mm-hmm. and you know, if there's anybody who knows their way around a TV set. It's you, and but you didn't always. And one of the things we always ask our guests is how is how you got started. And I know you started when you were quite young, but yes. uh, you know, what, like if you were going to answer that question, like how'd you get started? I don't love when people ask. I think Chris and I have talked about this. I don't love when people say like, "What was your big break?" Because we know there there wasn't just one. There was always Never. like a series of things. But correct. I don't know. And, 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 yeah, and you're right. And, and and the other question I don't like is like, how do you get to be an actor? Right. <laughs> it's like there's certain groundwork you should have done before yes. asking somebody how they just kind of quickly break into the business of acting. That's right. Quickly over over a few decades. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Or, or yeah, exactly. And 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 we all know that it wasn't just one thing, right? It is it was a constant and still is in some ways, right? Very challenging. When you get on a series that doesn't mean that you go into another successful series right away mm. and you think that body of work uh, means something to a place where you could just walk into any network and, or any, you know, any company and just go, hey, hand me a series. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm. Yeah, it's mm. constant work. And it's and, and, you know, you have to start with the love of of entertaining. Mm. You have to start with that that kind of pure goal. Right. It can't be I want to be a star. I want to make a lot of money. But, you know, often things in the universe do not reward that as a goal. In, gen- in, in any in any business that you're in, you have to start with your why, right? Why do you? What was your want to, What was your why back in the I day? I love making. Your... Pe- I loved laughing, right? Mm-hmm. I love. I grew up on you know good times, and I love Lucy, 
and uh, you know Stanford and so like you know like these are the seventies sitcoms yeah. were and and I just loved how they made me feel uh, and some of these shows were you know very um, ahead of their time mm-hmm. uh, dealing with a, with with some, some pretty big subjects. issues yes yeah, right right. Mm-hmm. And just remember feeling things, watching these shows, whether it was as a young person thinking about things that I wasn't thinking about or laughing for the first time or being embarrassed, you know, watching I Love Lucy. I used to watch with my my hands over my eyes with the things that she was doing, you know, so much so that I didn't want to see it exactly, you know, like, oh, my God, she's lighting her nose on fire, you know. And so I wanted to I loved making people feel that I wanted people to feel joy when they were around me and mm. it started out very early on you know me doing skits for my mother you know dragging my sister into doing skits for the family <laughs> doing commercials you know and and just wanting to entertain that's why i mm. wanted to act or, mm. or perform i should say because I, I really didn't know that i was going to just be an actress i thought i would you know eventually learn how to sing and maybe do broadway you know? <laughs> sure I had high hopes. I had high hopes for myself. Do you, do you um, still want to do that? Is that still a dream? I'd love to do Broadway, but I don't sing. I, and I'm not saying that in a way of like, oh, and then all of a sudden I burst out a song and I have a decent singing voice. I do not have a decent singing voice, but yes, I would. And I'd love to direct shows. Mm. I just love, I just love performing. I love, I love the art of performing and the art of acting. So long-winded answer to get even longer how you want me to actually answer your question of how i actually started uh sure or I mean, we're you not, two why not? You know, no well, we're not we're not going anywhere i mean what do you, you know <laughs> we're here yeah yeah we're but here it is your podcast i would like to no, it's just this yeah. week it's your podcast so we, okay. we do want to know like what yeah. like what's just you know you could let us know like ah oh, part i remembered early on that that meant something to me was xyz like what well i'll tell you this I, uh, that's not a great question but i'll answer another question that i <laughs> I did. Only because I like to tell linear stories. <laughs> go, go, please proceed. Okay, okay so it, it just it's men, men, it's just you know, jumping here. Jumping yeah. there. Okay, yeah. so no, I, I, so I got into acting, wasn't it, didn't happen overnight like you both smartly pointed out. I mean, I had regular jobs. I was selling car insurance. I was going to acting class. I was working until like, you know, seven o'clock at night and then going to my acting class at 7.30 till midnight and waking up early and doing what I had to do and doing it all over again. And I had a friend who was in the business. I asked him to introduce me to an agent. She didn't have too much confidence in me because of my New York accents. The friend or the agent? Both probably, okay. but, may, but mainly I'm talking about the agent at this okay. point. Yep, she didn't yep. sign me. She said, I'm not going to sign you. You do need to lose your horrendous accent though. Cause I had a very thick Brooklyn accent and she was like, this is horrendous. Like nobody wants to hear this. And she sent me to a dialect coach and he talked to me for a little while and he said, listen, babe, you know, I know your agent uh, sent you here, but I don't think you should lose your accent. I think it's, it's, it's who you are and, and why you know, take away the thing that is very uniquely, you know, you. Well, we, you're, you're, you're nodding I'm, your head. Well, we, we talk about that a lot yeah. on here, about you do. being who you are and how important. There's only one of you. Right. And we need to, like, be proud of that, I think. And it's, also, yeah. and it's also knowing, too, what makes you special, right? Like, right. if you're able to 
really just be yourself unarmed in these rooms, which is very hard to do. I think also contributed to my getting auditions and shots at things that I probably was too green for. But I think because I was able to talk to people in the room, like I'm nervous, like, you know, telling a casting director, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. You it's know, authentic. it's authentic. It's there's an but, there's an authenticity there, and that's part of what people are looking for, I think. In but we in storytellers, so you know, often are told not to do that. I know, and and, know. and agents and and people who are probably well intentioned, you know, are giving you advice about right. your pictures, about your the way you speak, the way you you know, and it's like, what was I doing? I I wasn't going after you know check off. I was I was looking for a sitcom of, of a somebody that I would be playing something close to myself yeah. anyway. You know, I wasn't looking to, to go so, so far out of who I was anyway. Those instincts were spot on and you found that. But, I mean, and you were getting auditions that other people weren't getting because of who you were, you know, I think. Well, yes, because I was being authentic yeah, and I was, yeah. and also the acting class that I was in, I greatly to this day, I'm begging my old acting coach to start an acting class with me again, because she is the reason why I was able to tap into my vulnerability. And her name is Jocelyn Jones. She just wrote a book called the artist and she's, Mm. she's on Instagram. She's an amazing human being. She has a love of actors. And that is what she nurtured in me. As a matter of fact, one of my, in, in, in the first class that I went in right now, we all have shtick. You know that you have shtick, I have shtick, of right? Of course, right. Mm-hmm. And you walk into the room with that shtick, which is great because, you you know, it's your armor, it's your mm. thing, mm. it's your niche, you know, it's it's your thing, right? So I'm walking in with this Brooklyn thing and like, you know, hey, I'm just me and fuck Hollywood and I'm not a Hollywood type person and I'm just me being raw and honest and you know, walking in with the nails and hair gest, you know, hand gestures and cursing, carrying on. So the first uh, introduction to the class, you know, Jocelyn asked me to get up and and in front of the class talk about myself for a little while, right? And so I get up and I'm doing my shtick, and I'm like, oh, from Benson Hurst, and you know, I'm real, and you know, I'm a Hollywood type, and blah blah. And she's just taking notes, and I kind of noticed that. And I was like, I wonder what she's writing. What's she writing over there? Yeah, Mm. I was like, give me notes on myself. It's like a shrink. You know, the shrink starts writing, and you think, oh, oh, geez, what what did I just reveal about myself? Exactly. And and, uh, I just kind of took a note, but I was like, oh, you know, she's uh, uh pages are turning, and she's writing, and she's laughing. And I'm like, all right, you know, the class is laughing. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, bro. You know, like, they all love me. And... (laughs) She goes, well, great, 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 great. Thank you for that. And then she said, you know, I love this and I never want you to change it. You're going to need some of that. Mm. You know, you, you know, you always don't want to lose, you know, your shtick. But she goes, I also know that you're a big teddy bear and you have a big heart. And underneath all of that makeup and nails and things and your Brooklyn stuff is a beautiful person and a beautiful, and mm. I just start crying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, what I mean? like immediately she went to Leah. She saw Leah through this, right through the armor. Yeah, and she said, "I just want you to reserve some of that for us and for the room, and mm. that's your most vulnerable 
right? What you hide from us with, with the Brooklyn stuff. And I get it. It's your protection and you should keep it because you need protection. Right. But she saw Leah and she said, I want you to not always lead with the Brooklyn, right. And let people see you, Mm. see you as an artist and see your big heart and tap into some of that vulnerability. And so it really was because of this beautiful teacher that mm. I was able to, you know, go into those rooms and say, I'm nervous. I, I'm shaking. I feel my heart beating. I feel like you could see my veins popping out of my neck as I'm trying mm. to audition or the script in my hand is shaking. And I would, you know, those things we try to push down a lot, you know? So I went on a few auditions. I was given a lot of notes, like, you know, you're good, but you're nervous in the room. You know, you're a little green. And John Levy was who uh, was the casting director for a show called China Beach and many other shows at yeah. the head of the class, which was, a, you know, like one of my big, it was like my first show that I had a line on. I almost got mm. fired and I almost got really? fired from it because I was trying to make like a movie of the week out of my one line, <laughs> you know, trying to set myself apart. Right, right from right. from everybody else with right. the same line, right. and they were like, "Say your line and get the hell off the stage." Well, see, this is we were. Yeah. I I have a feeling that we were Chris or I was just about to ask you, like, what's yeah. something yeah. you wish you knew back then, like to do or not do. But that so that's really interesting. You 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 were milking it. You were like, "I'm going to milking this. it." Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do like I'm going to be the artist, and just they're going to say like, "She's amazing." We should make her a series regular, which, mm. again, when you have ulterior motives, right, like to be noticed and not to just simply be the artist, right, and do the job that you were hired to do, things don't always work out because that did not happen. Mm. They did not want to cast me mm. as a series regular or recurring, right? They, they wanted me off the damn stage. <laughs> <laughs> now with John Levy, you know, John became again my one of my biggest supporters because John knew that I was nervous and John even told me you're not going to get this job, but you're I'm going to keep you in mind for other things, but you're just really green. And then I called him across the street from the Taco Bell across from Warner Brothers and I, you know, used the payphone. This is before cell phones. And I know that Taco I called Bell. his office. Yeah. I was say, I know that Taco Bell. Yeah. Because we've all there. sat yeah. in that parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah. You know, trying yeah. to eat something. Trembling or and, going oh, yeah. through, yeah, or going through your audition sides, yeah. you know, just going, God, if I could just get this part, it would just change my life. You know, I could pay mm. my rent or I mm. could, you know. And there's a car wash. There's a car wash on the corner yes, over there. Yes. And I can't tell you how many times I got my car wash completely unnecessarily just yes. because I was like, I have to go somewhere away yes, from all the sit. other actors exactly. and just work on my lines and get yes. my head right. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And by, by the way, that's one of those old Taco Bells that has like the Adobe look with the yes. actual bell. And it's one not of like my a, favorite Taco Bells. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. was going to ask you, you know, we all went on on, you know, hundreds of auditions it feels like i i know that that for me i did and as you start to like book these jobs you get a little bit of a sense of what it feels like to be an actor yeah. i was going to ask you what does it mean to you now to be a working actor uh, what, what is that what does that mean to you it means to me that you are somebody who ch could change a room mm. And money does not buy you that, right? Like I did a road trip with my 
family, we often ask questions like to each other in the car, like, would you rather be rich or famous? Right. right. <laughs> and of course, you know, people uh, rightfully so are going to think rich because of, you know, you know, problems, right. Or, you know, the, the right. it's, you know, hard times. Right. But I said, but, but let's change the question. You're comfortable. You're okay. Would you rather be rich or would you rather be famous? And most people in the car picked rich. Now I said, I would rather be famous because not because of what comes along with that. Right. Cause there's a lot of downfalls to it, but the, the, what it means to me to be somebody who's working is that I can walk into a room and put a smile on somebody's face Mm. and to be able to walk into a restaurant, a diner and have somebody smile because you made them laugh. Mm. You know, I just, it it makes me want to like, it moves me so much when, Mm. when that happens and, you know, to be through the years, and I'm sure you, you guys have heard this, you know, like when they watch your show or they see something that you've done, they say, you know, it, uh, you made me smile for the first time in my day. Or mm-hmm. how many times Kevin, James, and I have been told, you know, you got me through chemo, you know, your show. Mm-hmm. And that to me is so, such a gift, right? Because, you know, people who run around saying, well, I give, I give because, it, you know, we get something back selfishly, right? As artists, we sure. get something back. You know, you, me making you laugh yeah. fills me with something, you know, yeah. It, yeah. it's not you know, completely altruistic, yeah. altruistic where you're just giving, you know, I'm not Mother Teresa. No, it feels around good, the world. but it feels good. I mean, it's, oh uh, my God. My daughter, you, my daughter just said to me, we were just talking about this the other yeah. day and, and I, cause I was embarrassing her. We were on the walking to school and yeah. I started singing. Yeah. I was doing the, the like guardians of the galaxy, you know, yeah. like, come and get your love. And I was doing a little dance to it. Come and get your love, yeah. come and get your love, come and get your love now. And she's like, dad, dad. And she's cracking up, but she was yeah. telling me to stop. Like, yeah. you're embarrassing me, but, but but she was also really enjoying my embarrassing yes. myself. And I said, she said, you know, you're very good at that. And I said, what? And she said, embarrassing yourself. And I said, yes. oh, oh, sweetheart, I made a living out of it. Exactly. And I said, I said, there's nothing better than humiliating yourself. Complete. For other people's complete Enjoyments. amusements. And again, again, uh, I, yes, some, yes. I, I hope I didn't give away all of my dignity. But I mean, no, there is a great, a great return on that, right? There's something yes. to be said for I'm stripping away all my armor and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be the clown and I'm going to make yes. you laugh. And then it just, yes. when you see those smiles, it makes you feel so good. It feels it so good. It is everything honey it's yeah. it's everything to hear that laughter in an audience you know even like what you said with your family you know laughter is 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 such a beautiful gift mm. back to us you know what i mean or even when i've done serious work in in class and just have you know other students come up to you and go man you got me there you got me mm. and i and 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 this is why i admire, I admire artist as well, you know, to see them make a moment out of something, to downplay the tears, to, to, to avoid crying is because most people don't want to cry when they cry. When I see an artist holding back the tears in a scene, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's yeah. Cause that's what we would, what humans really do is we don't mm. just sit there letting tears running down our mm. face, you know, play the opposite and yeah, you yeah, play the yeah, opposite. Yeah, and right. I, and I just, I admire the, the, the art of acting. I admire, I want to know how people got there. I am a, uh, you know, I, I just love, I love film. I love, I love watching the, the oldies, 
you know, and, and I always tell actors, you know, no plays, read plays, watch movies that are in black and white. What, you know, these are, these are movies that that were made that and referenced by good acting teachers, you know, for a reason, Mm. you know, Marlon Brando didn't know his lines. He used to put his lines up, you know, around the room and you wonder like, how does he come up? How is he doing the, you know, Mm. making it sound like he's just saying it. Well, he is, you know, (laughs) and, but, but another art to do you, you and I, we guys, you know, like we need to know a script. I can't just show up on it. So, you know, you you were, you were always, uh, you were always so prepared and ready to go. I have to say you, there was never a moment where you phoned it in. You were never like, oh, hang on, I'm on my phone or like, right. oh, what's, I don't know. I don't know the new pages, you know, because sitcoms, especially they're they're like, you know what? Let's try another joke there. Let's try another sure. joke there. Let's try another yes. joke there. And it was yes. just a uh, home run after home run after home run from you. So, well, I, and I learned that from Tony Danza, which I had my first series was uh, under, under Danny, uh, Tony Danza's, you know, supervision. It was a spinoff of Who's the Boss. And right. called Living right. Dolls, which is my right. first series. Right. And Tony told me, don't ever keep an audience waiting. Don't ever keep your crew waiting. You know, know the names of mm-hmm. your cameramen. Treat people with kindness and decency. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, he he used to make us run, you know, when there's quick changes, you know, from scene to scene, you have to yeah. change your clothes. You have to run back to a dressing room quite often. Then you have to, hair and makeup has to check you to see if you wiped off an eyebrow putting on your shirt <laughs> or, you know. And you're, you know, it's, you're often running back to your room and running back to stage. And, and Tony used to, you know, time us and say, you know, do not, don't, don't make phone calls. Don't go to the bat. Like mm. there's an audience waiting. And without them, you don't have any support, you know, for the script. It's very hard, to, which is why I'm not a fan of single camera, because it's, it's, it's like doing work. You don't have any validation. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. I was sitting here thinking, like, well, how do you feel about that? Obviously, you've done so much live work, that live camera, yeah. you know, live, a live audience there. I um, love an audience. It, I mean, I love an like audience. It's like being a comedian in a sense. You know, you're getting that immediate feedback yes. that, we don't, that you don't get in a single camera on the Complete. street at corner, right? Yes. And it's hard. You, I did a single camera pilots and a a few episodes or a season of a single camera. And I really didn't like it. I mean, Mm. I used to, you know, we're already kind of like attention starved, right. As actors, right. We need feedback. We need (laughs) feedback. And I just found myself 
you know, going to the, to where the writers were and like going, was that, fun? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, was it funny or, you know, they're like, what? Yeah. Well, I was like, what, what lines particularly mm. did you find, you know, and, and, and like begging them for a line by line, yeah. you know, notes. Well, we because used to, just, and we yeah. used to do a dry run, right? On the, yes. I, don't know, I don't know if they still do this, but on on the X's, we would do, we would shoot the whole show and get it in yeah. the can before a live audience came in. Yes, and we do it once that way, and then the when that Wednesday night or whatever it was, the live audience yes. would come in, and they were completely different experiences for me, Which, anyway. And, and by the way, you know, the you writers have I loved it. I mean, the writers have heard yeah. the jokes; they wrote them. They yes. think they're funny. And then you'd say it in front of the audience and it was crickets. It was like, that's not funny. And you'd have to come up with another joke. Or it was the opposite, which is they've heard it a million times. Nobody's laughing. And then you'll say something that you think is, you know, maybe it'll land, maybe it won't. And the the house, the house goes down. I mean, it's like brings the house down. So I love that live audience for sure. I, I, I love. And I, and I love what you, and I loved how the exes was shot, which was, you know, getting it in the can because doing a scene you know, six, seven times in front of an audience, you know, gets me livid. Like, mm. I just think this is, you know, and I make notes of those directors who do that because I'm just like, I never want to work with a director who thinks doing comedy six or seven, you know, a scene in front of an audience no. who's who are sitting there yeah. cold, tired, hungry. It, it just doesn't work. So to me, getting it in the can is such a smart way to shoot it because you have it. You have it. Mm. And everything, what you said, like, you know, we do it once, twice, maybe three times in front of the audience with a new joke and you got it. It's done. Yeah. You know? And I used to love the new jokes. That was, you know, and I have a, I have a quick memory. So I used to love, especially if they give me like a paragraph and if I could nail it, if I could get it, be like, oh, that's fun. I know no, that's going to pay off. So good at that. And I love that because then uh, the audience so is so surprised. That. Everyone was yes. like, oh, my God. You know, yes. I, on the other hand, I'm not so good at that. I get nervous because I know I have like one shot at it <laughs> and I would always screw it up. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's simply not I true. Would. I would get too scared. I would get too scared to screw it up. And you, then I would just psych myself out. You also. I, well, that, first of all, that's not true. You did not always screw it up. But <laughs> when you did screw up a line, it was yeah. absolutely delightful because you always <laughs> you always just made fun of yourself. It was, you know, when, you know, we we actors do different things. I remember, yeah. you know, Kristen Johnson would just yell fuck at the top of her yes, lungs. Exactly. Right. But we all do different things. And, you know, Wayne Knight would would if Wayne stammered, he'd be like, uh, and then he'd say, I'm sorry, I seem to have had a small stroke. Can we go back? Yeah, please? Yeah. Like yeah. he always yeah. had a line or a joke. Yeah. Donald would would just dance. He just yes. immediately just be like, let me deflect. And he would just yes. be like, get up and do a dance. Uh-huh. You just would just giggle. You would just giggle yes. and and <laughs> laugh and the audience would laugh along with you. And you'd be like, I guess yes. we're doing that again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, we need it. We need a tool to let to let it go, you know, yes. because otherwise you're inside right. yourself. Right. And the yes. next thing you know, you're like you're broken Slap out sweating. in a cold sweat. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and you don't and you're like because for me, I always need to know my lines really, yes. really yes. well. And Same. there's nothing worse yes. than having a page of dialogue and stammering through some mm. part of it. And with, you know, a, not only an audience there, but whether just the crew and extras and you're like, oh, no. And yes. it just seems to snowball. And yes. it's worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Excuse me, Chris, we have, we have a little, you know, I'm going to pat you down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hot here, right? It's hot here, right? <laughs> the only one that feels like it's 120 in here right now. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to. You kind of want a coach to go like time. 
Time yes, out. Exactly. Yes, Time out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to Come stop the here. we need to stop the momentum of this right now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Water yeah. bottle. Hey, yes. Can you share with us a story of some positive, incredible experience that you had with another actor or a director, or it, whether it was a producer or someone came to you and you know said something, or you were able to connect with somebody in some special way that out of the norm. Yeah, out of the norm. I think anything that's positive and beautiful is out of the norm mm. because sets can be very, you know, it's not always fun and games, right? And so I, I it's hard for me because, you know, we, like you said, we did 207 episodes of The King of Queens and, and that will always be very special to me. Mm. And working with, with directors who get it, you know, there's you know, Jimmy Burroughs, I've worked with Jimmy Burroughs. I mean, I remember he's so funny. He's so funny. And I did, I did cheers and I was so insecure, you know, here I'm working with Ted Danson and, you know, like great, you know, and it's cheers, you know, and, and I had a guest by Rhea Perlman and I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You know? And I remember James Burrow directing, of course. And I was like, Jimmy, you know, am I, am I doing okay? Or, or, you know, I just, again, needed, you know, affirmation. I, you know, we're actors, right. We want like great job on that. And, and, and he said, uh, as a matter of fact, we were talking and the president of NBC was there and he was walking up to Jimmy Burroughs and he goes, I don't, I disagree, Leah. I disagree. I think he's, and he named him. He goes, "I, I think this guy, the president, is a lovely man. I just haven't had those experiences with him. <laughs> and then walks away. And the oh. president of NBC is standing there thinking that I was talking shit about him. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. I go, no, 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 no. He just made that up. He's like, uh-huh. And I go, no, 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 you don't understand. And I start, I'm like, oh. I go, and, and I look like I'm lying because I'm like stammering and I can't. <laughs> fully form a sentence. And I'm like, no, you, oh man, I wasn't even talking about you. I swear to God, I've never talked about you ever. I mean, he in a totally good way, threw but, you under the bus. I love it. And I That's go up fantastic. to Jimmy and I go, Jimmy Burroughs. I go, damn it. I go, what the <laughs> fuck? And I go, Jimmy, you need to tell him that I wasn't talking. He goes, uh, too old, too rich to care, Leah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I but love I've it. had, I've had such a, I hate to be the person to say that I had amazing, but I have really had been blessed yeah, with working don't, with. Don't hate with to say that. Be, be um, glad to say that. I, that's yeah, great. Listen, I've, I've had God. a lot of horror stories I can yeah. sit and tell you, but makes, it makes the beautiful moments so much more beautiful mm. and the friendships that I've, that I've had and maintained over the years. I've just had just mm. really nice experiences with some really great directors that again, still connected to, still talk to, still want to work with. Well, that brings us to the next segment of the podcast, which is we do want to hear one horror story because we want to hear your worst audition story ever. And we ask this not because it's gossipy. No problem. We ask because we want other actors that hear it to know and remember that all of us have had a shitty audition. We've all had a terrible time of it in the room at some point or on Zoom or however you do it. So first thing that comes to mind. First thing that comes to mind is an audition that I had for some pretty big producers that, (laughs) pretty big. and. I, you know, again, you know, kind of just starting and, and, you know, using my Brooklyn stuff. Chris, this is going to be good. I can feel it. In the room. And (laughs) before Jocelyn Jones cracked my, my, my shell. Right. 
So I'm in the audition and I'm nervous. And these producers, there were like three of them sitting on the couch in front of me. And I was auditioning, standing there in the middle of the room. And I was starting to get a little in my head and I was shaking. And I noticed they started talking, you know, to each other. So I go, I'm sorry. I go, did you guys want to have a meeting? Should I leave and come back? (laughs) And they look at me like, no, bitch. (laughs) No, right? And they go, I go, do you want me to continue or should I just leave? Because, you know, you three seem to have like a lot to talk about. And they go, we're good. And I go, good to keep going or good to, they go, "Uh uh-huh, you should finish your audition. You know, your your audition. I was like, okay, because I didn't know. And I kept... I kept on it. I was like, cause you know, you guys thinking that I was going to get a laugh and I kept pushing it thinking eventually I'll joke them out of their meeting. This moment. Exactly. <laughs> meeting, this moment. Right. That's right. <laughs> so I leave the audition and you know, these are big producers. Like they were, they were producing many shows at the time. Mm-hmm. And I left the meeting, had the balls to call my agent, had the fucking balls literally to call him and say, so what's the feedback? He's like, it's not going any further, which everybody's gotten that line. Yep. And it's not going any further. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I go, that's merciful. That, that's yes, actually yes, yes. Mer- that's go, mercy right there. Yeah. I go, so they didn't like my audition. They go, no, they didn't actually like you. As a person. <laughs> as a person. <laughs> as a person. <laughs> and so listen. So look, the, here's the moral of the story. Oh. The, the moral of the story is you have to be a person first. You know, you have to walk into these auditions ready to be humbled and to be a person. Like I, again, walked in wanting this, you know, wanting the show, but wanting to put them in their place, right? Like I'm going to be the girl who's unemployed, on unemployment, who's going to check your asses. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, that's not why I'm an artist, right? I'm an artist to, to, to make people laugh. I'm an artist to move people, to have people think differently, right? That's, that's what we do. We perform our art in hopes to, to produce a feeling in the watcher, right? And to those who are viewing the art, not to put people in their place, not to be a smart ass, not to stand up for people and that we're like, that's not the moment to do it. Mm. And that was my lesson. Like you are not sent here from Bensonhurst. No, you know, they're not paying you. Bensonhurst is not paying you. The city of New York is not paying to put California people in their place. Mm. So stop doing it. Mm. <laughs> like mm. do your job as an artist, walk in the room, be a pleasant human being, understand there are other human beings who are not perfect in the room, right? Especially like a casting director. You know, a lot of people sit down and act like the casting director's job is to take you through how to talk to another human being. You know, it's your job as an artist to walk in and change the room. Mm -hmm. And casting directors are just people as well, right? They don't, they, they might not, they might be socially awkward, So to walk in and just sit there with your arms folded to me is an attitude problem. Mm -hmm. You need to walk in there, the artist that you are, and change the room and say, hello, how are you today? You know, what's go? Is everything good? Can I help with anything? Can I make your day any better by making this faster and knowing my lines and knowing, not asking stupid questions, knowing what's being expected of me as an artist in the room, Mm. giving a compliment. You're not going to stop 
when you're doing yeah. a play yes. and, 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 and look at the audience member and go, hey, you, you know what? You want, you want me to stop here? You got something you're doing? You know, yes. you're going to continue on. With Although your, I did your, do that once. You did. I did because I did because a cell phone went off, yes. and I, uh-huh. I was doing visiting Mr. Green, and it was me yeah. and Eli Wallach, and the cell phone went off, and I saw Eli's Eli twitch, but we both yeah. kept going, and it yeah. kept ringing, yes, and it kept ringing. You want to get fin- this? And I couldn't <laughs> take it, and Eli just pointed, and I just turned out, and I said, "Do you want to? Do you want to answer that?" <gasps> I put my hands on my they hips. So I was like, "Do you want to answer that?" But wait, but wait, yeah, go, no. He yeah. says yes, and he oh. answers the phone. He goes, "Hi, yeah, no. I'm in a play," and he's no. and he starts to walk out. Yeah, it's all right. And he goes, "No, no problem. It's fine." So the deal is, and he's doing the deal like in the last two rows of the audience. He walks out, and and the audience is yammering and yammering. And I look at Eli, like, "What the fuck do I do?" And he just went like this, like, "Come on, come on, go, go, go." Yes. And we went right back into the play. But yes, yes so so. Not always good to stop like that, but your point is, yes. Yeah, d- yes, that's right. You're not there to change everybody else. You're not yes. there, right? You're not there. You're to there make to a change. Point. Yes, you're there to change you're there to be the people and, f- yeah. through your art, right? And then, yes, when you when you become a, a, somebody and you have have a platform to do so, yes, you can mm. change yourself. You can change those around you first. Mm. <laughs> you can try to affect change in a positive way. But, you know, it's not your job to walk in there and be an asshole. And they were assholes, you know what I mean? And and we're both right, right? But in this case, it didn't help me to ever get another audition from them. (laughs) I I had that experience with... uh, You did? Yeah, I was reading for Oliver Stone for Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. And I'm in the room. It's just me and him in the room. And I've got like a full, you know, monologue page to do. And in the middle of my audition... He grabs the phone, picks yeah. up the phone, and starts dialing somebody. So what'd you do? Oh. What'd you do? I was just, it wasn't even like I did anything. I was just yeah. heartbroken. I just yeah. like, kept, yeah. I kept going. Yes. And I didn't have the balls to say, you know, you're an this asshole. This is my two minutes. Do you mind? You're a real yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yes. And, and there was, and, and, and you know what? I don't know if, if he was just testing me. Mm. Yeah, you never know. You right? know, it's you like you don't know. know yes. Like, are the, were those were those producers testing you? Mm. You never to know. see what kind and, of focus you had or sure. whatever. It's like sometimes you don't know what the hell is got. And look, and sometimes head. and most of the times they are being assholes. You know, they, they yeah. you get off on a certain you some know, power. Do. Yep, and some and, are just and, clueless too. Sometimes people yes. they especially if, if they've yes. never if they've never been in that situation, they've never been yes. in a situation of I'm the product. I'm yes. right. I'm here for your approval or disapproval, right? And yes. they've never had to express that kind of vulnerability. Sometimes they yes. don't know. And they're like, well, yes. what's what's the big deal if I'm looking at my watch? Yeah, like well, they don't know that that breaks an actor's heart. It's when, you know, when they look just one glance at the watch and it's, it's like, oh. you have to be able to take the rejection, though. You know, it's yes. like yeah. if you had let right. that get to you and been like, ah, this business sucks. You know, yes, exactly. um, these people are rude. I don't want to be an actor. You know, right. Oliver Stone, like, he just picked up the phone and made it, you know, called yes. somebody during this. Oh, you know, or, you know, it's not going any further. You know, yeah. after, you know, when you were at Network. It's, what it's if, one thing when they call, say it's not going any further in the first right, audition. Right. But when you've yes. signed a contract and you've taken the family photos with everybody and they're yes. like, eh, Chris, it's not going any further. And you're like, wait a second, there was only one other guy there. That means he got it. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yes. what, if, what if Oliver Stone was like, uh, Chris Rydell's agent, please? Yeah. 
And you get yes. Chris yeah. Riddle's agent. Right? And then you yeah. don't know which way the call's going to go. Could be good. Either you way. Know? But either you know, way, it's still. But this like, is a, yeah, we all have horror stories of, yeah. of people acting horribly in these auditions. Yeah. And they don't, I don't think they realize how crushing that is to That's us right. because we've, we've likely hired our coaches to go over the audition with us. We spent a That's week a lot of, a lot going of over it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, this is yeah. our moment to, to, to perform it for you. And yeah. the least you could do is give me five minutes of your time yep. that was scheduled. It wasn't like I, you know, it wasn't like you saw Oliver at a restaurant and you were like, Hey bud, can you come in the bathroom? I just want right. to you know, read. <laughs> you know I mean, like it, it was a scheduled uh, meeting. It was a scheduled uh, audition. He could right. have right. very well That's just right. taken the time to give you his attention. Yeah. Come on. It's um, two but minutes. again, you know, we don't know what what they're going through. We don't know if they already. And fortunately, a lot of these parts were cast before yeah. we even walked in the room, and we're yeah. we were naive enough to think that, that had a chance. we had a chance when, well, when they you, had already had it cast. You yeah. bring up a great point, yeah. um, which we like to remind, particularly younger actors who are just starting out. It doesn't matter if the role's already cast. Yeah. What matters is that you go in and give a great audition because yes. you may not be auditioning for that show or that film or that play. You may be auditioning for the next thing that director or that producer does, and you don't even know right. that. And exactly. they will remember you. I mean, I remember auditioning for, you know, I think my wife and I actually auditioned together for a short film. And we were like, yeah. we're not really doing short films anymore. We were just at that cusp where we're like, we're not doing student films or short films. Yeah. We're, starting, we're starting to work in the business, you know. Yes. And But we were like, well, it's a really interesting script, and it was a cool casting director and you know and we did it and it was very funny and then I got a call out of the blue for an audition for a Steven Spielberg film and they said we're not giving you the script or you got to read like the sides from Road to Perdition or something right. we're not giving you the script and we're not telling you much about the character but this casting person you auditioned for her two years ago yeah and wow. I guess you Jeez. did like a short film audition or yeah. something and she remembered you and that's exactly. why you got, that's why you got this audition Exactly. And, so, I, and I want so people you never to, know. That's it. I want people to remember that, especially yeah. these young actors coming up, they, you know, that think it's about, you know, posting on Instagram and, and you know, mm. people are going to find you, you know, do the work, mm -hmm. you know, be nice to everybody, walk into the room prepared, do your job as the artist that you are and on to the next one, right? Because oh, you're not going to get everything, right? It's like, you know, it's far and few between and and that's okay. But giving up shouldn't be your option because you're going to meet a, few, a lot of assholes along the way. Mm. And you got you to you learn to be resilient and you've got to learn <sighs> to be gracious about people's lives. We have no idea what's going on on the other side. We don't know what... That's Oliver right. Stone is going through. We don't know what any casting direct producers are going through. You know, they're people too. And yeah. you, you know, you realize that later as you get older, but you know, young actors think all the power, no, the power is in, in, in you walking into the room or now it's, everything's done so lucky. It's done on video. I mean, like, could you imagine? I, I yeah. How much easier that would have been yeah. for us coming up, not having to walk into a room full of producers I lying know. around. Oh my God! We, you know, we often Mi say that we, sometimes yeah. we say we miss the human connection of it, yes, which we, yeah. which I think we definitely do. I know, Chris, you've said that. I agree, but there is a, a real ease to oh. I can do this audition in my in the privacy of my own home. I there's a lot less nerves involved, and I can do a couple different takes if I want to. And you know, there yes. definitely definitely are advantages to both for sure. Well, you've actually maybe a answered our last question without yeah. several times you, over, actually, <laughs> which is usually like, what's your 
best piece of advice, but I think you just, jeez, oh, I mean, there's so much and there, find right? out, And find you know? out what makes you special and know that, right? We, mm. we often undervalue what makes us special. And if, if your superpower is being able to talk to people, that's your superpower. Mm. Being kind, yeah. that's your super, use it, you know, know, know that yeah. you don't need extra things and the bells and whistles and just know, and again, continue to explore your art. You don't get to just say you're an actor. You don't get to just say right. that. You need to do the work. You need to be in class. That's you need right. to be reading plays, watching movies, and and mm. working on your crafts. Mm. And and to me, that's very important. That's good, very important. We say, we say a lot on here that it is in between the jobs yes. is the real work. And yes. and the playtime really mm. is like when you finally get the job. You know, it's yes. I want to put Leah. I want to put one thing out there, which is one of my favorite things is watching comedic actors who show up somewhere in a movie or TV show in a really dramatic role and knock your socks off. And, yeah. you know, obviously, like, I'm thinking about Jamie Foxx and Ray and, and yeah. Jim Carrey and Steve Carell. Yeah. Steve Carell. And, mm-hmm. and I feel that coming for you. And so get ready. I just want to say, like, I just had this weird sort of oh, I love that. moment. And I don't know what yeah. it's going to be, but you're going to knock everyone's socks off in a, in a different way than maybe you have in the past. And so I don't you. I don't quite know why I said that, but I, I think Listen, because... Listen, I'll accept it. And the and universe. I, I hope yes, the universe, yes I, from, your, from your mouth to God's ears yes, and to the universe. And I, I'm, I, I'm open to It'll to be it interesting yes, to, yeah. to watch, and I bet it'll be interesting to do. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I just feel it. And um, your woman's into Intuition is what it is. That's it. It is. It is. is. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And also, I feel like I think part of it is I feel like I, like many people, I know how funny you are. Like a lot of people, I know how willing you are to to make fun of yourself. But you also have a depth of compassion that I think more people are starting to understand. But I, I think I understand because I got to know you in a way. And you just have a there's there there. You know, you have a depth, yes. you have a depth to you. And, and I, maybe that's part of why I said that. And I know there's lots of other things going on in your life. And I'm so glad we didn't talk about any of them because no, I love this it. is about yes, acting. Yes, thank you. And I love it's it just because about I feel acting. Yes. And I, I want to get back to acting and I want to get back oh, to, man. I miss, I miss actors. I miss working with people like you. I miss laughing and exploring things. Mm. And I miss being on a set with a crew and, you know, that's uh, stuff that I love so much. And I, mm. which is why, you know, I was trying to talk my acting coach into going into an acting class with me. Cause I, yeah. you know, I just want to stay connected to actors. I have such a love of, of the art of it and i just so this was great for me it was a nice reprieve from the awful things that i deal with every day i bet the other things so thank you for for having me and thank you for the love and and right back my love to your thank you thank you so much blessings to you both thank you thank you thank you leah so i don't know even how to end that chris i just what fun (laughs) what that was amazing leah remini everybody thank you baby well, it's been another great 20 minutes with you, my friend. And you too, brother. It's been fun. Yeah, that was great. Cool. I thought that was awesome. All right, star, star that. That was terrific. And we got another great guest coming up next week, so be sure to tune in again to Confessions of a Working Actor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.